हेलो पीपल गुड मॉर्निंग नमस्कार आई एम रशीद कपन वेलकमिंग यू बैक टू डी एच रेडियो टूडे वी हैव विथ अस उदय विजयन फ्रॉम बियॉन्ड कार्लटन ए कलेक्टिव दैट इज बीन एट द फोर फ्रंट ऑफ हाई राइज फायर सेफ्टी इन बेंगलुरु फॉर ओवर ए डिकेड इन मेनी वेज 2010 कार्लटन टावर्स फायर ट्रेजेडी दैट क्लेम नाइन लाइव्स वाज अ बिग आई ओपनर exposing the huge gaps in high rise fire safety now that was also a personal tragedy for you but it also triggered a moment which you passionately pursued for years could you recall those uh, trying days yeah uh, thanks rashid it's still so fresh in one's mind although it's past 11 years now i mean little did i realize at that moment after having lost my son in the accident that something like beyond carlton would really emerge the thoughts that came to my mind were that there were eight other families who had lost somebody in this accident and you know about a month or so later i was wondering what was going through their lives and how they were handling their own lives uh, some of the people who passed away were my son's colleagues so i knew a little more about them but uh, some of a lot of the rest i didn't have any idea about what was going on in their lives so i found ways to reach out to them more importantly just to lend a shoulder and try and see if they i could be of some assistance and i thought maybe grieving together would help each other more than anything else then there was obviously an underlying anger within all of us about this whole incident the usual why why me or why us was the question that faced all of us and you know why did it happen it could have easily been avoided the next step was really we need to get justice and try and ensure that people who are responsible are held accountable or booked in some way that was the beginning of this whole thing of saying you know we need to come together and reach out to the government try and make sure because one of the things i realized some of the people who had lost somebody in the accident the people who were lost were all were really breadwinners for their families and financially it was a huge blow to them i felt using whatever little connections i had we needed to reach out to you know the government and try and make sure you know they got compensated in some way financially so they could survive you know there were announcements made on the day of the accident that you know we will give so much to people who have lost their lives and to the families of those who lost their lives and some amount to people who were injured like in all cases like this nothing much happened one or two months later nobody heard again about that incident you know again kind of felt you know this is not fair at all when you know senior politicians come and make these statements and that's really when we felt you know as a group we need to come together and the families got together and that's how that was the beginnings of beyond carlton the first thing was really to try and get accountability for the incident and try and hold people who are responsible accountable it's a different story of where that stands 11 years later but that was the genesis of beyond carlton really now the tragedy uh, put the spotlight on the horrific violations of even basic safety guidelines Yes. But what is the one glaring loophole that you found and how did you address these issues by creating this uh, Beyond Carlton collective? One of the things we we discovered few months after setting up Beyond Carlton was that the the nine lives could have been saved and the 60 people who got injured didn't have gone through what they went through and it was sheer negligence and it was a man-made disaster nothing more than that if i had to call it that. Primarily 
they, there was nobody who came and inspected the buildings once the NOC was given in the 90s and this accident happened in 2010. So nobody actually came from the fire department or anybody to see whether the building had any safety regulations. Obviously, uh, an NOC was granted at some point of time when the building's occupancy certificate was given. And after that, nothing much happened. And that triggered in our minds saying, there must be millions of buildings across India of a similar sort where it could the next accident could actually happen this way. Much like any parent would do I as part of this whole process, we went to the fire department and you know my question to them was, why couldn't you save my son? I was shocked to hear from the person I was speaking with, who was a senior person in the department, turning around and telling me he had, didn't have the powers to enter a building after the original NOC was given at the commissioning of the building. And I was shocked. I said, then who inspects the building? And he says, well, BBMP is supposed to do that. And I was even more surprised because BBMP does not have the competencies for inspecting fire safety in buildings. That's really what triggered the PIL we then filed in 2011 at the Karnataka High Court and we felt we needed to empower the fire department and strengthen them by giving them more powers in some way so that they could then inspect the building. There are millions of Carlton's that exist and waiting to happen again. But we felt that in some way that all the violations tend to happen after the buildings get occupied. And so was the case in Carlton too. You know, that's really what went wrong at Carlton. It was clearly you know, there were fire safety exits that were all locked just because of safety and security. Grill doors apparently were put up and there was just no way for people to exit. The building was not a 70-story structure. It was just a seven-story building. Easily, they could have all been saved if we had the ladders on time in that place. The ladder, that one ladder that could reach that height was stuck at Hebal, which was about 10 kilometers away and couldn't reach the spot by which time all the nine had perished. Everything that had to go wrong went wrong. We felt that we needed to correct the whole system. Post Carlton, now the fire department integrates itself with the traffic police. Should there be an accident in the control room of the police, there is also someone from the fire department, I understand, who is based there. And he is immediately able to network in with the traffic police to try and make sure that roads are cleared and, you know, fire engines and all ambulances are made to move very, very quickly and the, the paths are cleared. So these are some initiatives that we felt we needed to keep the pressure as a citizen's body. And that's really what happened. Now inspections are happening every two years and every high rise building has to get a clearance certificate every two years. Beyond that, I mean, your blueprint for Bengaluru uh, unveiled yes. about three years back had an ambitious objective to make Bengaluru 100% fire safe in five years. How yeah. far has that been achieved? The blueprint idea actually came not so much from the fire department, but it actually came from an initiative. The government then was looking at a Bangalore blueprint and looked at various areas across the city, including uh, water treatment, solid waste management, 
and we raised our hand and said no we should look at a blueprint for fire safety also and that's really when we worked in with janagraha who was leading this whole thing and along with janagraha ourselves and the fire department it took us about a year to put together for the first of its kind blueprint in india for a city on fire safety like any forward looking plan a lot of it is what we would like to do fair amount of it has got traction there's things are moving yes we needed a, a an objective which was kind of ambitious which is why to make bangalore 100% fire safe in 5 years was what our objective was because unless you had an objective that was aspirational as well as something that one would work hard towards uh it could have been meaningless if it was something at a slightly more lower scale there has been traction on a fair amount of things in that sense but it's a long way to go i mean we we obviously need the participation and support of the fire services to make sure uh they are the ones who can implement it citizens can only come up with the ideas help them put their thoughts together and fill in need gaps that they may have from a strategic thinking or a planning perspective where some of us because of our professional backgrounds can actually lend support to an organization like the fire services so yes there is movement there is traction the good news is like we have created for bangalore we are now being approached as beyond carlton from a couple of other states in the country who have seen the bangalore blueprint and are keen to create something similar for their cities the recent high rise fires in bengaluru shows that the violations are continuing so yes. where are we going wrong the the sheer numbers of so called high rise apartments which is primarily 15 meters and above buildings are quite a few even if they started doing the inspections in 2011 to cover the whole population of high rises is and given the fact that remember the fire department really didn't have an inspection let's say uh, manpower available to them they were primarily firefighters all they did or learnt or knew was to go out and fight a fire that was the best that they could do so over the last 6 7 years they have now built that skill set they now have people who are dedicated only for inspections yes there is movement we as a citizens body keep putting pressure on them both by conversations with them as well as through rtis and other things that we file just to make sure that you know there is some kind of pressure on them to try and ensure inspections happen but it is still a long way for them to cover the entire universe of high rise buildings in bangalore and where we are going wrong is a combination of a few things one is i think the sheer lack of apathy towards fire safety among citizens most of us don't believe we will die in a fire or get injured in a fire until it happens and therefore i think that that's the big challenge that we have because it's a behavioral issue the making that change is going to be a long long journey until we like the west start bringing in fire safety right from the time they're in schools and colleges and you know it becomes part of a curriculum so public safety in general is a big issue in india i mean you you know about road accidents and the number of people who die in road accidents i think that's one big challenge that exists and therefore that's one issue two is consistency of keeping one is to say okay the fire department is coming and in inspecting my building and let's keep everything right and the moment they go away and don't show up for the next 2 years 
everything could go lax and you and me can't predict the next fire it could be in your next neighbor's house or it could be wherever a lot of the people uh, you know don't realize that it could happen incidentally even the wealthiest indian in india <laughs> had a fire in his house and i'm talking about the ambanis you know some years ago in his fabulous building but uh, and so also maybe in a slum a couple of kilometers away from where he lives so the issue is a fire is not biased towards gender religion wealth uh, poverty none of that so i think we we just need to realize that try and start taking efforts towards learning a little about fire safety because at the end it's your life you know so how do i use an extinguisher or how do i go about making sure i have an evacuation plan in my building can we run some mock drills so these kind of things i think if managing committees and associations and apartments start focusing on as an important key element i think it could slowly start making some difference okay one final question um apartments have complained that the fire department levies a hefty fee for reinspection doesn't this uh, high cost and by implication low compliance uh, defeat the very purpose of reinspection you're absolutely right i mean this is something that i have personally raised to with the department saying that it is kind of self defeating in a way because the idea is not to make money through inspections primarily the reason a fire department exists is to make sure people are safe while you may say that if you look at the police and try and look at them charging a fee for violations that is more like a deterrent you know so if you are over speeding you charge 1000 rupees or whatever else it is to try and make sure that you're a lot more cautious the next time around but in some apartments we hear that the amount that is being asked for is fairly huge for even a very large community of flats that exist and it is kind of self defeating in that sense that if people are going to be charged so much as just an inspection fee why would i even want to you know make the effort you know i will find other ways to try and tackle this issue which is not correct so i would through your medium also urge the fire services to reconsider this and the government to reconsider it sure i mean if there is some administrative cost that needs to be borne which is in a few thousands i'm sure any managing committee may still agree to do that and get their clearance certificate every 2 years so that is important and i think both the media as well as apartment associations as well as us need to keep the pressure on the government to try and make that change and that's all we have for you today to keep you updated on all things news and views head straight to deckenheral.com